Keep it locked right here. You're in the field with Trackstar Sports. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Erica Mason, a.k.a. Miss Pretty and Radical, and you are in the field with Trackstar Sports. Let's get it. I'm Miracle, and you're now in the field with Trackstar Sports. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports, and you know what time it is. <laughs> Yo, it's the NFL time. It's NFL time. Y'all know what I, y'all know how I feel about the NFL. So um, when I talk about that joint, I get I get excited. And like I said, I don't know. Like a few weeks ago, I wasn't really feeling it. It was whatever, whatever. But honestly, as we get closer and closer to the season, I'm starting to feel a little bit more, I don't know, geeked or, or happy or ready to hop into this joint. Um, So, his was popping, to be honest with you. A few things are going on. Um, But this week, if you're a fantasy head, like if you're like, yo... I really want to make sure that I win a championship this year. I want to make sure that I do my thing this year in fantasy football. Let me give you a secret. Here's what I do every single year. And I know some of my competitors will be on here listening to me, right? I know that. I know people who are playing leagues will be on here listening to me. But whatever, that's the cost of, like, you know, being one of these podcasters. But I'm, I'm down to pay that cost. You feel what I'm saying? I'm still a champ. So no worries. No worries about the champ. Feel me? But anyway, um, here's what I do. I go through and I watch every single preseason game in the third week of the season. If you want to know who's going to do what, if you want to know who, if you want to get a good preview before the season, watch every single game of the third week of the preseason. And you don't have to watch every single quarter of every game, but watch at least the first half of every one of those games. You're going to get, this is what you'll get from that. You'll get somewhat of usage rates, right? You'll get a good understanding of who's going to be, um, who'll be the the people that the teams will rely on. Who's the newcomer that they may want to highlight? Because newcomers that they highlight, they highlight in that in that third week. Because if if those like say for instance is a rookie and that rookie is going to start, then he'll start with the starters in the third week of the preseason. Now, if you wanted to catch a good glimpse of people who'll be starting in the future, then the second week of the preseason is for that, right? For instance, you'll watch your Lamar Jackson's, and honestly, I don't think he takes over for Joe Flacco. I think he's you know somebody for the future. But um, you'll watch Lamar Jackson. You'll watch um people like uh, for instance even New Orleans. They didn't even start Drew Brees. They started Taysom Hill this week. They think Taysom Hill may be close to their future, but after those four tur- turnovers he did in that game, I don't think he'll be that guy. I'm just throwing that out there. But um, but anyway, but they played him most of the time, right? So if you go across the board, then you'll see a lot of NFL teams playing people who, and actually not a lot of starters play. Jared Goff didn't play um this week, so a lot of non-starters you know, didn't play. Tom Brady is another one, but Tom Brady actually did play. Because Belichick don't really play like that. So um, so Tom Brady did play this week. But outside of that, you'll have most of those other starting quarterbacks who, who are not touching the field in week two. But in week three, everybody's on the field. Everybody's on the field. And you're going to get a great glimpse of who's doing what. I'll tell you what. Um, when I watched last year, you watched third year, the preseason game, you watch people like, um, Elvin Kamara, you watch people like that. And you just kind of see what, what are the tendencies? What are they doing? Right. Who are they throwing to? Who are, who are people who they're going to make sure get the ball? Right. And who will they rely on? So 
there's a few different games on. I'm going to give you the schedule of things you want to watch. Now, some people are like, yo, I don't have time to watch every single game, right? Um, Is, is there some games that you recommend, maybe, um, over other games, right? Is, it, is some of those games that really count? Um, I'll give you a few. And just to, just to kind of pique your interest on some of the things, some of the clues that you can get, right? For the There's a game on Friday um, between the New York Giants and the New York Jets. It's the game for New York. It's so weird because, you know what I mean, it doesn't really super matter um, for these guys. But I'll say this, Saquon Barkley, you want to get a, you got a good glimpse of him in week number one. You saw a little bit of what he could do. He has a few breakout runs, right? Um, you want to get a good gauge for how often they're going to use him in the running and the passing game. And you'll find that out in this preseason, right? If he's somebody, I know he's somebody to target, hands down, he's somebody to target. But besides being somebody to target, he's also um, somebody who may be a target in a PPR as well because I know how much Eli likes to throw out of the backfield. And if he throws to those running backs, um, then he may be throwing to Saquon Barkley as well, which he should be. I want to see how how he's utilized in the passing game. Saquon Barkley is my target there when I watch that um, that Giants game. I want to figure out Odell and I want to figure out you know how you know how how does he feel is he back to being Odell that kind of stuff I want to find out and you can find that out in that week three game so in that week three game when I'm watching Odell I'm, I'm watching the Giants versus the Jets I'm looking for Odell I'm looking for Saquon Barkley I want to see um you know how that goes if I'm watching the Jets in that game I want to see who's the primary target or and who's the quarterback who who will show the most? So there's a lot of buzz in Jets camp about Sam Darnold. Is he the guy? Like, it, can he be the guy, or is he a guy I should like you know stash away for later on? And then who's the primary target on offense? Who's catching the ball most of the time? I want to figure that out. I want to figure out who's the who's the person there that they're trying to lean on going into the season because sometimes you can find that's how we found Robbie last year. So sometimes you can find a gym right so some of these teams have gems that not a lot of people know about because they're not a popular team but they're going to get a lot of targets so figure out who's the main target there and I, I you know that's something that I would be looking for if I'm watching Giants Jets um Broncos Redskins Darius Geis went down and Adrian Peterson is visiting the Redskins this week right and because he's visiting actually a lot of veteran running backs are visiting the Redskins this week Who's going to be the guy? Now, we know about Chris Thompson. We, we understand that, you know, most likely they'll be throwing him out of the backfield. We get that. So he's the PPR guy. Who's the guy who's going to be getting the ball? Who will they feature and who will they feed? The Broncos, same thing. Who are they featuring? Who are they feeding as far as the running backs are concerned, right? Um, as far as the wide receivers are concerned for the Redskins, how is Josh Doxson? Is he ready? Like, you know what I mean? Is he ready? Is he there yet? Are we going to really see somebody who I can go ahead and depend on? Can I lean on him? You know what I mean? Or is it somebody who I can't truly lean on just yet and he's a later round pick for me or maybe not even a draft pick at all? Um, looking at the Broncos, I want to see what's the deal. Quarterback-wise, who's going to be that guy? And and we know what they did in this offseason. So we know um, we know that they do have a quarterback in mind. We understand that Case Keenan, um, you know, should be at least a viable option at the quarterback position. My question is, how does he look? How does he look in his third week of the preseason? How has what's his chemistry like with, with Demarius Thomas? What's his chemistry like? And once I figure out his chemistry, once I understand that, then we can start, you know, getting the ball rolling and seeing if he's somebody I can target late in the um in a fantasy draft. Then I'm going uh, over to the Patriots versus the Panthers. You know what I'm looking for here, 
right? I mean, we definitely, it's already a lock on Tom Brady. I'm already down with him. I'm secure with what's going on with him. Who's his main targets, though? So who is he targeting? We know that he won't have um, Edelman. So maybe they don't even feature um, Edelman there. Who's the other target, though? Who's he throwing to? Who's he handing the ball off to most of the time? Um, and those Patriot running backs are tough. They're tough to really gauge. They're tough to really um, figure out who's going to be the main guy. No matter what you do, you can never really figure it out. Some people thought last year it was Gillingsley, and then you don't know, right? Because, you know, after a while, you got a whole nother running back to pay attention to. Um, figure out who at least are the passing down targets, right? Figure that out. And let, let's kind of find out who is that. And then once we get that, then we understand. Um, on the Panthers side, Christian McCaffrey. How is he right now? What is going on with Christian? Last time I saw him in a preseason in preseason action, he looked good, ready for a dominant season. Cam looks like he's ready to throw the ball down to him. Y'all saw the meme with Cam pushing people out the way, right? So <laughs> Cam's on something different, especially when he was talking to Calvin Benjamin. I know he had a different vibe to him. Um, but is Killer Cam back? Is Cam back? Is Dabum Cam back? If Cam is back, then um that that means something. That means you got to target him a little bit earlier. So this third week, I'm looking out for Cam Newton. I want to see what he looks like. Cam, are you back to MVP form? Because now you have a few weapons around you. Heard about DJ Moore over there. He's a wide receiver. What is he looking like? What does DJ Moore look like? Is, is DJ Moore somebody who we can really um, depend on? Is he, is, is he like what Steve Smith said? Finally, they replaced the Steve Smith? Does he got juice like that? Is he bomb like that? If he is, then he's somebody who I'm looking to pay attention to in this whole situation. So if I'm paying attention to anybody, then I'm paying attention to DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Cam Newton. What do you guys look like? Right? Greg Olson, I want to know. Are you back? Like, yo, bro, are you back? Are you a tight end I can rely on? Because if you are, I want to see that. If you're not, then, you know what I mean, hopefully I can see that as well. So what's going on? Is Gronk going to play? Don't know. I want to see. And so I'm paying attention to the Panthers versus the Patriots. Um, two heavy hitters, but also two people or two teams that have a lot of, you know, fantasy implications. Um, word out of Seattle right now is that Chris Carson is supposed to be the main running back. So when you see Seattle um, versus the Vikings, this is another Friday night game, then I'm looking out for that. I want to see if Delvin Cook is back. So two things here. Um, Chris Carson, I want to see if he back. Um, Doug Baldwin, I want to see if, if his chemistry still there. And I believe that already. So those are kind of givens. That the um, the Doug Baldwin is a given. Is there a secondary receiver that they're excited about? Right? Because we know, you know what they did. They went out and got Brandon Marshall. How how is Brandon now? Is Brandon back a little bit, or will he have one of those one of those great last you know last ditch efforts at a you know at, at finishing a stellar career or is he washed up is he washed up like he's done finished finito and what we saw with the Giants is kind of what we can expect and there's nothing there anymore for Brandon Marshall but if there's a little bit left in that tank I want to see it right but did he just not do well because he got injured and because every year before that he was at least productive Will he be productive here with the Seattle Seahawks? I want to see what's popping with that. Um, with the Vikings, you know we got to see Kirk Cousins. We got to know how does he feel? How does he look? Right? Um, and how is he getting along with those receivers? Right? With Case there, it was all good. 
right? You got Diggs. Diggs is doing his thing. Now, Diggs, is Diggs in a breakout year situation? Because Diggs has always been reliable from the very time he was a rookie to, to even last year after that Minnesota Miracle, which I super hated. But Diggs has always been at least reliable. Is he ready for a breakout year with the quarterback who's down to take more um, downfield throws? Who is he? What does he look like? And what will he look like at the end of the day? Um, Del- like I said, Delvin Cook, right? Um, and then you just kind of overall get a good view for what the Vikings look like and what they're bringing to the table. Um, Friday, another Friday game is Lions-Bucks. I mean, not a ton to see there, um, but I would still look and see if there's any of those gems that I want to see. Um, some people say that Deshaun Jackson is feeling a little better now. And maybe he'll be a little bit more effective. Is he somebody I can throw a, a, a late round target at? I may think about it. I may look at it to see kind of, you know, what he's looking like. Mike Evans, what's his relationship in those first four weeks? I want to see right now what's his relationship with um, with Fitzgerald. Um, I'm sorry, with Fitz, is it Fitzgerald or Fitzpatrick? I keep I keep messing it up. I think it's um, I think it's Fitzpatrick. No, it's Fitz. I don't know. What's, what's that quarterback's name? Is it Fitzpatrick? I think it's Fitzpatrick. Yes, yeah, Fitzpatrick. All right, cool. So I want to see what's his relationship like with Fitzpatrick. Now, generally, uh, when I look at when I look at um, the secondary quarterback, all I'm trying to figure out is this. And he is a backup quarterback, but as you know, the first three games of the season, it'll be him over. Um, over Jameis Winston because Jameis Winston it would be will be suspended. So we gotta get a good view for what uh, Fitzpatrick looks like in those first three weeks. Will I kind of think? Will it look like Mike Evans is suffering because of Fitzpatrick? Now I know Fitzpatrick. I know there um, that he's pretty decent. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen him operate in situations where Jameis Winston went down. Last year, when they were playing against the Saints, Winston goes down, um, like, maybe, like, uh, halfway through the game. Then Fitzpatrick comes in, and he doesn't have a stellar performance. But weeks after that, he was doing at least decent. He's been a decent quarterback most of his career, right? He's a career backup for a reason because he can pull you out of some spots, and he'll do well. He's more of an efficient quarterback to me because I don't think he, he takes care of the ball pretty well. And he does. He takes care of the ball pretty well. And because he does, then I'm thinking that... And he also likes the favorite, uh, a favorite receiver. His relationship with Mike Evans is critical to me because I want to see what it looks like. Deshaun Jackson, is he only going to be viable once Winston gets back because Winston has a stronger arm? I don't know that. And those are things that I would probably check out in that game. Um, with the Lions, I want to see um, who's the main guy there, who's the main running backs, and who are the people who I can rely on. Okay. Now, um, the Packers, um, Raiders, that's another Friday game. Friday's going to be lit, right? So if you have NFL Game Pass, then I'm, I'm maxing out on the Game Pass that night because there's so many big-time games that night, right? Um, Packers versus the Raiders is a good game because that's Jordy Nelson going back to the Packers, right? Going to see what, what that's like or getting a chance to play. Um, so I, I do. I fully expect Jordy Nelson to be active that night, and I fully expect to see him play. I want to see what he looks like uh, with Derek Carr. Derek Carr um, didn't play in the second week of the preseason as far as what I saw. Um, so I'm thinking that Derek Carr, will he'll have to be on the field. Martavis Bryant. 
Now, Martavis Bryant has recently been called the White Tiger, right, um, by John Gruden, only because he was like, yo, you know what? When they used to go to, like, the parks and you could see the White Tiger, they'd be like, great, oh, my God, it's crazy. The White Tiger's there, you know what I mean? Um, but then sometimes you would go and he wouldn't be there, which means that Martavis Bryant shows up in practice sometimes or he shows up in games sometimes, and when he does, it's phenomenal. But then sometimes he doesn't fully show up. I want to see if he shows up in the third week of the preseason against the Packers. The Packers have an improved secondary. I don't know if y'all saw, but in the second week of the preseason, they're picking off everything, right? Even in the draft, you saw how they targeted cornerbacks. It was a thing, and so they did that. They targeted cornerbacks. They actually, it looks like they've gotten better in the secondary. I want to see Derek Carr um, in that team going up against the Packers. I want to see what that looks like. Jimmy Graham. Recently, Aaron Rodgers has come out and said some stuff about his teammates that the the um, overall the intensity and in practice hasn't been there. Overall, the product on the field hasn't been what he's expecting to see. And when you hear that from a veteran like um, like him, it, it gets weird. You know what I mean? Because you don't expect to hear that from somebody. And what he's saying truly matters because he's Aaron Rodgers. And so. What does that look like? What do they look like? Is Jimmy Graham one of the people he's talking about? You feel me? Is Jimmy not bringing that effort? Is Jimmy going to look like the first few years in Seattle, Jimmy? Or is Jimmy going to look like he looked when he was with New Orleans? We don't know. I want to see what that relationship looks like. It super matters to me. There's no Jordy Nelson. Who's number one right now? Who's number one for the Packers? We know who we think it could be. Right, but who's number one for the Packers, and what does he look like? Is it Devontae Adams, and will we see a lot from him, or will we not? Right, um, and I, I kind of want to get a good gauge for that. Have you got that running back situation figured out over there in Green Bay? Is that done? Is that figured out? If it's not figured out, I want to see that too. I'm going to see it. Is it Ty Montgomery? Like, who is it? Who are we, who are we running the ball through? I want to get a good gauge for that. Um, Chiefs Bears. That's on Saturday. So Saturdays, Saturdays kind of lit too. Um, the Chiefs versus the Bears. Mr. Bisky, I've seen him already this preseason. I, I like him. Um, I like where he's going. Um, I want to know if Jordan Howard's kind of up for the task. I want to see kind of how they're using the other running back as well. Um, so I don't know what's up. Um, you know what I mean? I don't really know. Last week, I saw Patrick Mahomes, and you saw him in Tariq Hill. I don't know if you saw them hook up in Atlanta, but it was nice, though. I mean, that cannon, he has a cannon, the boy has a cannon of an arm, and he's a gunslinger, um, they had some issues with him taking care of the ball a little bit earlier, um, but now it seems that, um, you know, he's getting a little bit better with that, and he's going to be taking some really deep, you know, field shots, Sammy Watkins, I don't know if he'll play in that game, and I don't know if he'll be ready, um, because he's recently suffered a little bit of a setback, and so, I just want to see what the weapons look like, um, for the Kansas City Chiefs, for the Bears, you know, like I said, I want to see how they're using all their running backs. Um, and I'm not too excited about the Bears, anybody on that team, except for Jordan Howard, right? I, I get excited about him. Outside of that, it's, it's a little iffy, but they've tried their best to improve their wide receiving core. I want you to check that game out to see who's the main target there, because there may be some gems there. Um, Texans versus Rams, that spells it out. You know what I mean? That says everything you need to know. Deshaun Watson, <laughs> A lot, son. What are we looking for? And I know I like to get animated at times, so so bear with me, y'all. But I'm excited about this. You have Deshaun Watson, right? Um, we get a good chance or a good gauge to see kind of what he looks like. 
is he really back to that status? We we kind of saw him um, last season really take over, really do his thing. And I'm talking about, like, it, it was stupid good. Like, he, he had points in the season where he was the absolute best player in the league because he was throwing he was throwing bombs, he was running, he was doing everything. And he had a ton, tons of weapons around him with, with, with Hopkins. Um, and he also had Fuller, and they were doing their thing, and you saw what he looked like. He looked good. Is he there, right? I want to see, is he back to that status? Is, is he back there? Is he comfortable yet? Is he feeling good? Is he skittish a little bit because he got hurt last year? If he's not skittish, if he's ready for that, then I'm ready to see what he looks like. I really want to see kind of what he looks like in, the, in that vein. So that's something I'm looking for from the Texans. I'm on the Rams side. This juggernaut defense. This juggernaut defense, is it real? Is it legit? Is this a defense I can count on? Uh, you got uh, Aaron Donald. You got Indomitian Sue coming from those. I'm um, coming from the defensive tackle position. Is that real? Is that legit? Like, is that something um, defenses should fear? Will I see it in Deshaun? Right? Will Deshaun look a little rattled because of the pressure you're bringing? And then uh, not only the pressure, but the, the security you're supposedly having on the back end. Right? You got Marcus Peters back there. You got to keep to lead back there. What's up? Like, is, is that real? Like, do you have the pressure up front? And do you have the coverage in the backfield? And if you do, is that something um, I can rely on? Are you the fantasy defense for me? I want to know. There are a couple fantasy defenses out there that I'm kind of excited about. Ravens being one of them. Right? Possibly um, the Titans being one of them. I'm looking at some of those, but I'm wanting to know if the Rams a target I should I should kind of jump on early. Or is this like Philly back in the day when they had that dream team and that dream was deferred, right? Or the dream deterred. Like it just never really came to full fruition. And I want to see what the Rams look like defensively. I know offensively they'll be pretty good, but I am going to keep my eye on Brandon Cooks. I want to see what the relationship is um, like with him and Jerry Goff. And will he finally be everything that I know he can be as a wide receiver, right? He's going into his second contract. So I want to see what that looks like. Um, Titans, uh, Steelers, same thing here. You know, I mean, there's, there's targets. There's things to look out for in, in that game. Derrick Henry is going to take over fully as the main running back. What does he look like? We saw him in the um, playoffs. You guys remember seeing Derrick Henry in the playoffs, getting a good chance to, to get, get a good overview for what he looks like and, and how he'll be. How will he be as the main back? I want to see that. Um, Lev Bell, I don't, <laughs> Lev Bell will not be there, I don't think, for that. Um, I don't think Lev Bell is going to play in this in this game. Uh, if he does, then okay. I want to see that, but I don't think so. What I am looking for is um, Antonio Brown. Um, ben Roethlisberger is telling me that Big Ben is looking slimmer. I want to see what Slim Ben looks like, right? How does, how does he look? And with his new weapons, how are they getting along? And it's only one weapon really being replaced. That's Martavis Bryant, right? Um, but it's, he's, Martavis Bryant is being replaced with James Washington, who looked good last week. James Washington looked good last week, right? Um, so we know Antonio Brown's dead. Juju, Juju's a, a target too. Um, so Juju's there, but James Washington, what is his role with the first offense? Not with the backups, not with you know whoever else will play. What is his role with the first team offense? And will he be somebody who I can target and look at? If he is, then he's a steal for me because no pun intended, because we're talking about the Steelers. But he'll be a steal for me because he'll be somebody who may work the slot like Juju did last year. Is he in for a Juju type year? And is Juju in for a Martavius Bryant type year um, from from the past? I want to know that and I want to see it. So those are things that I'm looking for. Man, 
There's just so many games, right? If the 49ers versus the coach, Andrew Luck, is he back? Is Andrew back? Is he ready to do his thing? I heard he got, I heard the cannons back. To be real, real, real talk, this is what I've been hearing. I've been hearing that um, consistently on NFL Network. I've been hearing that on NFL.com that his his throwing motion is back. He's back. His his velocity with the football is back. If it's back for real, then he'll be able to show me that against this 49ers team that's emerging, right? You know you got to get a good gauge for what's happening with the 49ers. Their quarterback is supposed to be the man. You know what I mean? Like, he had a five-win straight season. Like, I'm, he came in late last year. He was doing his thing every single time. He was on his thing. He was on his game. And he led them to win after win after win. They say this year he has a really good relationship with Marquise Goodwin. Goodwin has been a silent target of mine for years. Is Goodwin somebody who I can really depend on and rely on? Is he? If he is somebody who I can depend on and rely on, then I'm going to pull him. I may pull him like sixth, seventh round. That's a, that's a sleeper pick for me, Marquise Goodwin, because he did well and he's fast as life. He's life fast. That boy is quick. So if he, if he's somebody I can target and pull and get for the sleeper and nobody's really paying attention to Marquise Goodwin. So I'm going to pay attention to him in this game to see kind of what he's looking like. Let's move on. Um, Ravens, Dolphins, a few different targets here. King and Drake, what does King and Drake look like? He's the primary running back. I've heard consistently, don't buy into the King and Drake stock. I've been hearing that. People are saying that because Frank Gore is there. So because Frank Gore is there, they think Frank Gore will eat into his carries a little bit. And they think at some point Frank Gore could possibly supplant him. Um, because, you know, just like people are still like in love with Frank Gore overall. And we're in, you know, Miami, kind of where the whole Frank Gore situation kicked off. Um, I really don't know. I'm going to watch for King and Drake, and I'm going to watch for the role that Frank Gore plays. When I saw Frank Gore playing with Indianapolis, nothing to worry about here, honestly. Um, if I'm King and Drake, if, if King and Drake is bringing it, because remember, Marlon Mack was basically um, the guy who, who was, you know, bringing a little bit more juice than Frank Gore when they were in Indy. So on top of that, what's happening here, I think King and Drake had a pretty decent year to end off the year. They're saying don't buy into that stock. I'm actually going to look first. I want to get a good view for that. Um, the Ravens, what I want to see uh, with the Ravens is I want to see running backs. I want to see kind of who's who's the who's getting the bulk of the carries there. Um, I want to see kind of what that's like. I want to also get a good view for the wide receiver position, right? Um, because they they did bring in some more wide receivers. They do have some new guys over there. I want to see kind of what that looks like for the Ravens. Anyway, that's that's just me. Raven-wise, I want to see what the new weapons look like. Um, I want You know they brought up a Crabtree. And with Crabtree um, comes at least, you know, catching balls and a good possession receiver. But Crabtree can be a little bit more than that if Flacco's on his on his thing. Is Fl- Flacco's always been at least a, like a side piece for me, somebody who I would draft like later on towards the end of the draft, only because um, he's still available most of the time, and he'll be at least a decent backup because you got to think about bye weeks. And so I would always kind of pull a Flacco, but Flacco lived on a lot of people's waiver wires for an extended period of time. Is he going to be better this year? Remember, he has the pressure. So people have already been saying he's looking great in camp, probably the best he's ever looked, because now you have the pressure of Lamar Jackson there. So is Flacco, is Flacco somebody who um, I'm kind of looking at like, all right, cool. I really want to see 
Um, is he somebody I'm looking at like he's a backup for me or somebody I can pick later on the draft? Or is he somebody who I just stay away from, right? Is Ryan Tannehill on the other side? Is he somebody who I make a small investment in? Or is he somebody I stay away from as well? Oh, yo, another thing I want to see with the Dolphins is no Jarvis Landry. Who's the slot cornerback now? I think it's Danny Amendola. Is is Amendola somebody who I should put back on my radar or put on my radar at all? Because now he's with the Dolphins and he'll be taking over for all those targets that used to go to Jarvis Landry. So all the Jarvis Landry targets that used to go there, they may be going to Amendola now. And if that's the case, he's somebody who I need to think about. Um, and there's another wide receiver with the Dolphins, too, that you should think about as well. And so the Dolphins have a few different targets. I want you to pay attention to that. Falcons, Jaguars, um, Leonard Fournette will be a target for most people. I know that. And he's done nothing, nothing but show that he's a guy who you should pay attention to. Actually, you watch him in the first preseason game against the Saints. He looks nice. He looks like somebody who's going to be a force, and he looks slimmed down just a little bit, right? And that should add a little bit more speed to his game. You have speed with the, with his game. That's going to be nice, right? Um, the Falcons, they're trying to get it together, man. The Falcons are trying to get it together um, defensively, offensively. They're in the second year uh, with Steve Sarkeesian, so I really want to see um, kind of what he looks like or what they look like unleashed. And in the third preseason, you really get a chance to look at an offense unleashed. So I really want to see um, what does it look like with Matt Ryan. Um, for Matt Ryan throwing to Julio Jones, right? Um, I want to see that. I want to see the role of Calvin Ridley. What does he look at? What's his role? Give me his role because he should have a role now. And if, if he has a role by now, I want to see his role with the first team offense. He's not the second receiver. That's Muhammad Sanu. But he may have a role in the slot taking over for Taylor Gabriel. And if he's the new Taylor Gabriel, he's supposed to be a better route runner. He's supposed to be more um, efficient with his hands. I really want to see what he looks like in the slot for them. And is he going to really contribute? If he is, Matt loves to throw to those guys, right? So he may be somebody in a deep. So I've been in 20-team leagues that, I mean, it gets really deep in the draft and there's nobody there, right? Calvin really may be one of those people who's still there. Is he somebody I can rely on? Like, I used to be able to put that, put at least a little bit of trust into Taylor Gabriel. So, I want to see that. Saints, Chargers, those um, targets are obvious. Who's the starting running back for the first four four weeks of the season for the New Orleans Saints? I'm going to tell you like this. Drew Brees um, will be solid. He'll be fine, right? So that's that's no issue. So you can count on a guy like Michael Thomas, who's going to eat the bulk of the receiving targets. Now, look, I'm going to give you some inside information that you may not have really paid attention to, but Cameron Meredith is the second receiver. Well, he's supposedly like the quasi-second receiver for the Saints right now. So it's, it's um, on, on top of... Um, you having your first target there, Michael Thomas. You also have Cameron Meredith, used to be the wide receiver for the Bears, right? Now, this is only inside information for this reason. So far, he hasn't been looking that phenomenal in camp. He hasn't been the guy who's turning heads in camp. Actually, the guy turning heads right now in the New Orleans Saints camp is Traquan Smith. He is a third-round wide receiver um, who just came in, I think, from UCF. And he's been the guy who's been turning heads with the Saints. He's been the guy who they can't wait to unleash. He's the guy who they're excited about. But most of his damage has come with the second teamers. And so when he gets on the field, even in the preseason game, he's normally on the field um, later on. He hasn't been on the field with the starters yet. So right now it's um, 
Overall, it's Michael Thomas, you have Cameron Meredith, um, and then Ted Ginn Jr. So Ted Ginn Jr. Um, has been, you know, most those have the, been the three guys, but the one guy who's been really doing well is Trayvon Smith. Cameron Meredith hasn't been doing that great. If you want to get a good glimpse of what he looks like, you should during this game. They're actually practicing with the Chargers this week, so if you want to get an early jump, then you'll hear a little bit of information coming out of those joint practices. But Cameron Meredith hasn't been looking that great. Now, what, what Sean likes to do sometimes is keep some of his weapons, you know, a little close to the vest. But what he always says all the time is that if you're a veteran and I expect something out of you, then at some point we got to see it. And I've been watching every single day, almost, at least almost every, every, every other day, almost every Every single day paying attention to what's going on with the Saints in their training camp because that's my team right Cameron Meredith um has not once not once has there been a headline saying Cameron Meredith is somebody to look out for or Cameron Meredith turns heads today or Cameron Meredith has you know has a big play there's been no footnotes about him there's been nothing about him and this is in camp if you're going to show something, you need to show it here. Now, the thing that Sean Payton was happy about was that he was healthy and on the field, but he's not doing well. Um, and so because he's not doing super well just yet, he's somebody who I'm a little skeptical about. And I'm thinking maybe I don't know if I invest that late round draft pick in him. Maybe Ted Ginn, but even Ted Ginn's been having lining up issues. He's lined up and in, in run the wrong route at least twice. Right. And he's it's his second year in the system. I don't. I know he'll come through, and I know he'll be somebody who they pay attention to. My only thing is that I'm somewhat unsure about him. All right, so that's just my thing. Um, outside of that, you look at the Bengals' bills. Um, that'll be an. Oh, anyway, with the charges, pay attention to Mike Williams. You want to see kind of what he looks like, right? Um, and you know your boys over there, right? You know Phillip Rivers is there, but Keenan Allen. Get a good chance at good games to see what he looks like. He's a sleeper. Well, not really a sleeper. He should be on your radar this year. He's somebody who would be good. Um, Bengals, Bills. I mean, those are, those are obvious. You want to see what the running backs look like. You want to see what the wide receivers look like. And then um, Cardinals, um, Cowboys. Last week, Josh Rosen came in and did well. Um, see if he's somebody who you can pick up as a backup quarterback because we all know Sam Bradford won't be there for long. But don't I'll give you this gem. Don't forget David Johnson. He had a touchdown last week. He looked pretty good running with the first-team offense. They lined up at wide receiver and at running back. He's somebody who you can still pay attention to. This, this is the battle of the top backs, right? You're looking at a day, and this is a Sunday game too. Um, you look, and the Bengals Bills a Sunday game as well. Just to kind of let you guys know that. But um, Ezekiel Elliott, David Johnson, you want to compare them? Figure out which one of those two will be, you know, one of your top picks. Some people say go Ezekiel Elliott. I'm saying that if you miss out on Ezekiel Elliott and you're still kind of in the first round and nobody's thought about it yet, pull a David Johnson move, and then have the haters just go insane. You feel me? Um, anyway. That's just my take on what's going on here. I didn't notice I didn't mention Elvin Kamara because that should be a given for you by now, right? Um, another thing to look out for uh, in these three in these preseason games is this: the thing you really want to pay attention to is one thing. You really want to pay attention to who gets injured and who's healthy, right? Because this is where after this, most starters won't even play again. So if they get out of the third week of the preseason healthy, then you're good to go, right? But some people will get hurt this week. Some people get hurt this week because it's real this week. So pay attention to that. If they get out of this, then you know that's somebody you can make an investment in. Um, if they don't get out of this unscathed, then you want to know the severity of the injuries. 
because that that you know will all help you as you, you know, as you get into your um, draft. And most people's drafts don't happen until after this week. So pay attention to this week so you know the sleepers that you need to pay attention to and look forward to, right? Um, some sleepers just kind of throwing them out there. Tariq Cohen, remember last year he was um, a bit of a sleeper. Um, he was really good, so um, he's with the Bears. You want to kind of pay attention to him. Um, Nelson Aguilar um, with the Eagles, you want to pay attention to him. He had a phenomenal year in the slot. I want to know kind of what he looks like overall. Um, there's a few different guys. Um, Jonathan Williams with the Saints is supposed to be the guy who takes... He's right now in line to be the guy taking over for Mark Ingram with the Saints for the first few few weeks of the season. So he's somebody you should pay attention to. Um, don't forget Deion Lewis. You want to see kind of what was his overall gauge and what he feels like. Um, once you get a good gauge for that, do that. Right, He may be somebody who you can pay attention to. And whoever comes out to be the running back for the Redskins is somebody who you want to pay attention to. Just you want to get a good overall gauge for it. So this may be another Adrian Peterson situation. But remember, you know, don't invest too highly in those running backs because they are older. Um, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be their old self. So for me, y'all, that's basically it. Um, I ran through all the preseason games and I hope, I pray... You go ahead and you, um, you know, you pay attention to every single one of them. Get a good gauge of them. If you don't do anything, if you're like, yo, Rick, I don't have that kind of time, man. I just don't have that. Then watch the highlights. At least watch the highlights. Get a good gauge for at least the highlights. And if you can get at least the highlights, see if there's anybody there who's sparking your interest. Right? And then store that away. So when it's fantasy draft time and you're in that eighth, ninth round and you're like, yo, I don't know who to pick. All these names seem weird to me. You'll have at least something to go on. All right? My best of luck to you all. I wish you guys the best going forward for this fantasy year. Um, I'm only giving you this information because I'm the champ. You feel me? Like, I'm only saying I'm the champ because I've only won like 50 titles or something. Anyway, I'm, I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you the truth. And I heard from a pastor that when you're telling the truth, it's not bragging. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth, right? I'm just telling y'all the truth that I'm, I'm hoping that you get blessed by this, this information. And hopefully you have some targets. If you do have some targets and you're listening to this and you're like, yo, Rick, I'm thinking about this guy. I'm thinking about that guy. Hit me up at Rick Sincere on Twitter, on Twitter, and even on Instagram, I'm on there as well, right, because I'm a rapper sometimes, so y'all can check me out there, but look at, look me up on Twitter, at Rick Sincere, um, at Trackstar Sports, always, at Trackstar Sports, you can always check out most of the stuff, right, you can hit me up there as well, what we'll do is, um, you just throw out some stuff, hey, this is what I'm thinking about, this is who I'm thinking about, what's your opinion on it, um, if I have an opinion, I'll give it, if I don't, then I'll say, I don't, but here's some references that you can go to, all right, y'all be blessed, man, and y'all go kill your fantasy leagues this year, and if you win a title this year, I want to know about it, and I want to celebrate you, all right, God bless. Hey, everybody, it's your boy, Damo. For all of you who listen to the Outsider's Edge, and you own an Android device, do me a favor, go over to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app now. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want to listen to, select them as your favorites, and have them just a click away. So make sure you set Trackstar Sports as a favorite so you can listen to the newest episodes of The Outsider's Edge each and every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic, and it's available now for your Android device. Go get it. Hey. 
Hey everybody, this is Matt Wright with Trackstar Sports and I'm bringing you the debate of the week. Now earlier it was announced by the Washington Redskins that they will be signing running back Adrian Peterson to a one-year deal. Is this the appropriate action for the Redskins or not? In my opinion, it is absolutely not. Darius Geis goes down with a season-ending ACL injury and you look to sign Adrian Peterson to fulfill that role? Now, don't get me wrong. AP, in my opinion, opinion, is one of the greatest running backs ever. However, he is so far out of his prime. And to think that they are signing the Minnesota Vikings AP that we've all come to know and love is delusional. The Redskins are one of the best teams in the league. They need to trade for a running back this year. They cannot wait another year. And they for sure cannot rely on Adrian Peterson. However, that's just my opinion, and I would love to hear yours. So please feel free to call in, and we can discuss it further. This has been Matt Wright with the Debate of the Week.